Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me as always is... Is Matthew McConaughey. Alright, so... Does that mean... That somehow your DNA... Through some kind of magic, or... I don't know, some kind of bad science experiment was uh, spliced with Matthew McConaughey's. Oh, most definitely. Okay. Does this give you any kind of superpowers? Uh, no, I just basically just say, all right, all right, all right. It's pretty much my only, my only thing, if you will. But th- that somehow will bring the world together, I think. That and, um, you know, those 3D Doritos that... I was going to get store the other night, but then I forgot because I needed orange juice. <clears throat> so then I went to go get orange juice, but the store was closing, so I had to hurry up. So I had to walk all the way to the back to get the orange juice. Then I went into the chip aisle, and I was like, I know I need to get some chips. I mean, I don't need to, obviously, but I mean, it's not like chips are a uh, you know necessity food food group. But yes. And I was looking through, and I'm like, oh, shoot, they're going to close like in five minutes, so I, I better find some. So then I just got um, the all-dressed Ruffles, which are still great chips, um, one of my favorite brand I, of chips. I do not recommend drinking the orange juice and eating the chips together. Oh, no, no. That's not something I would do. No, just, no. Just, um, just, just, no, just, no. Just from experience, you know, just, just recommend no. it, you know. No, so I was going to go. So I, I ended up getting those instead of the 3D Doritos, which, fine, whatever. Maybe I'll get them some other time. Mm-hmm. I was going to get some uh, Te- techni- Technically, though, aren't all Doritos in 3D? Yeah, but this is like. I know. <laughs> they're, not, they're not in 3D. Well, they are. <laughs> technically, yeah, they're shaped like a triangle, though. This is like a. Like, it's better, I don't know, it's just basically like Bugles, I think, really. Yeah. I mean, that's the only, whatever. It's basically Bugles with Cool Ranch, okay? Not yes. a big deal. But, um, and then so I was going to get some soda, you know, like some Dr. Pepper maybe, and I forgot because, um, you know, I was like rushing to get out of there. So then I went to a gas station to get some Dr. Pepper, and then I ran into my own Matthew McConaughey. Well, I didn't run into him. I overheard him talking to the person that works at the gas station this is at 11 o'clock at night mind you and then i start overhearing him i already know i'm like this is oh god this is one of these guys so like he's like yeah something something just told me to to talk to you you know to to ask you like what what really makes you happy like like what what do you really want to do with your life I'm like, are, oh, god, are we sure this wasn't people. wasn't like really the matthew mcconaughey because no, this guy was bald, so I'm pretty sure it wasn't him. But um, maybe he shaved his head. It's possible, but he didn't have his 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 accent. And um, so uh, he just goes on and on, like, yeah, you know, I had some stuff going on in my life a few years ago, and 
you know, that, that's neither here nor there. I'm like, oh, God, it's the caveat guy. It's the guy who, like, has to, like, preface everything he says with, like, you know, just for your perspective. Or, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, this is going to go on for, like, 15 hours. So, like, he's like, I want you to really think about, like, like take two weeks. Like, like just sit, sit at home, like, with your husband or whoever and just, like, you know, really sit there and think about, like, what, what do you want to do? What do you really want to do with your life? I'm like, oh, God. So we got, like, motivational speaker gas station hmm. guy here. Like, and there's someone outside waiting for him in the car. I don't know how long this guy's been there before I got there. I'm I'm uh, very worried that this guy's going to start a cult. That's what I'm worried about. Well, I was worried about he because, like, I don't trust these kind of people anymore. I'm sorry. Like, I, that might be a prejudice. Like, well, like, whenever I hear someone talk about how they believe in God and how, like, they're holding someone else up by talking to them, like, I, I actually fear that they have a potential for violence. And, like, you know, that's just because of everything that they've done over the past year. They're so, like, I, well, I, I, I got a prejudice I mean, I mean let's, like, just, I just let's just hope he's just a pothead. I don't think so, because he said something like, he searched the Lord, and that that's a very evangelical Christian type of phrase. Um, Are you sure he didn't say that, he was just listening to Lord? No, I'm pretty sure he said he wasn't. <laughs> and then, and then he found, you know, the answers. He said that he wanted to, then he was working construction for like years and he liked that. But then after a while, he started getting restless and realized that that wasn't his, the path for him. So then he tried to do welding, I guess. But then like they, they like made him work for like 13 hour, hour days for like six weeks straight. And then like they didn't hire him on technically. So they pretty much just like used him as like, you know, like a temp worker basically. So then, then he decided to go to school and do something. And I don't really, at that point I was, I just brought up my soda. I'm like, I can't, I can't overhear this for like the next six hours. So I'm just going to have to go up there to kind of get him to leave. And then, then he did. So if he ever listens to this, I hope he doesn't get mad. <laughs> but, well. um, but just a little piece of advice. Don't, 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 you know, like, these employees, dude, like, they have to listen to you. Like, it's not like, you know... They Especially have when there's, like, one poor woman or man behind the counter there, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's not like they're having this... Con- I mean, you know, I mean, they might enjoy the conversation, sure, but it's not... They don't have a choice in the matter, so it's like, don't... You know, don't do... I mean, people do the same thing, like, too, where, like, they'll see, like, you know, a cute girl, you know, or woman behind the counter... And they'll like you know like try to ask her out it's like dude like come on like you know like wait until she's on break at least and even then you know you know she might want to actually do something on their break instead of like listening to you like you know with your you know pickup lines that you've rehearsed or you know learned or whatever you know type of thing it's like you know they they're in customer service okay they have to talk to you like don't anyway uh so uh, speaking of uh, crazy things, but, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> today on the show, we are um, covering another um, pilot for a, uh, I think, I believe this was an unaired pilot. Yeah. Um, for a uh, television show called Little Mermaid's Island, <laughs> which was uh, made in 1990. One, shortly after the Little Mermaid animated movie was out in theaters. Um, 
And um, I've never done any kind of drugs, like <laughs> like acid or anything of that nature. <laughs> but somehow after this morning, I feel like I have. <laughs> I mean, I've had an interesting morning to begin with. We're recording this uh, in the in the early afternoon today. Um, normally we do at night. But um, yeah, I uh, had an interesting morning where I watched this babysat my great niece and got peed on um so i've had a, i've had a great day um so uh, but anyways um the uh little mermaid's island was a show that was uh proposed by muppets creator jim henson during his uh short talks with uh the walt disney company um, cause this was right before, uh, Jim Henson passed away. They were talking about the Muppets and, uh, Jim Henson's company in general being bought by Disney, which ended up happening later on after right. he passed away, but it didn't happen right away. It changed hands a few times before it ended up with Disney. The Muppets did at least. They don't own all of Jim Henson's stuff, just the Muppets. Um, but anyways, um, this was intended to air, like I said, on the Disney Channel, and it was made with puppets against blue screen and some human I- characters interacting with them. <laughs> According to uh, this uh, Disney fandom page I'm reading, filming took place in a very old studio once owned by Mary Pickford. In the Silver Lake District of Los Angeles. Um, yeah, Mary Pickford, mind you, this she was the star of Silent Film and one of the first people to start Universal Artists. So that tells you how old that studio was, probably, at the time. Right. Um, yeah, the, the Henson Workshop uh, created all the puppets. Um, But uh, Jim Henson didn't really work directly on the show. And uh, it was one of the few productions done while the company was in uh, transition to Disney right before Jim died. So (laughs) this was, yeah. Um, Yeah. The the show starred uh, Marietta DePrima as... Ariel. Um, it also had a uh, Clive, Clive Revel, 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 um, as, as Grimsby, 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 Grimsby. I can't <laughs> talk. Yeah, Grimsby. Um, yeah, Clive. Uh, just, just, just a little uh, interesting trivia here. In the original release of Empire Strikes Back, he was the voice of the Emperor. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, just kind of interesting little tidbit about him. Um, yeah. Um, the the character of um, yeah, basically he played a he was reconceived here because in the movie he was kind of a grumpy character, but in this he's a jovial sea captain who lived on an island near Ariel. <laughs> Right. Ambrosius from the Labyrinth was reused as Max the Sheepdog. (laughs) 
There was also a random full-body puppet called Scales the Dragon, voiced by Jim Cummings. <laughs> we did have um, Samuel Wright, rest in peace, he just passed away. This, right. like, I don't know when this will air, but the week that we are recording this is when he passed away. Um, Buddy Hackett also reprised his role as uh, Scuttle. And then you also had the characters uh, Flotsam and Jetsam, which were the mm. evil fish characters. I don't, you know, I don't know what kind of fish they were, but they were evil. They're eels. Yeah, oh, that's what it is. Eels. Yeah. Because, like I said, I felt like I was on acid when I was watching this. Yep. And um, there was also the... Uh, y- you did have... Um, what's his face? The... Um, Shoot, the character of, uh, um, oh boy, why am I blanking? Flounder, (laughs) Flounder, and he also had a twin sister named Sandy, which is a weird name for a fish. Yeah, you get it, Sandy? Yeah. So, um, yeah, this... The uh, the pilot episode was called Sebastian's Birthday. <laughs> what happens in this episode here, Matt? Uh, um. Okay, so it's one of those episodes that you know you're you're well familiar with, probably if you've grown up in that era, or perhaps even in this this modern era. But basically, it's the whole, you know. Um, they forgot my birthday, you know, type of thing because they're planning a surprise party. Can I just say too, okay, like <clears throat> I always absolutely hated that um that thing in TV. Like, why would you? Okay, so like just from like a a friendship point of view, like okay, you're trying to do a surprise party, but why would you want your friend or other loved one think? for an entire day that you've forgotten about their birthday. So, like, you're going to allow this person to just roam around the streets or just, you know, sulk all day long thinking that everyone in their life who's important to them has forgotten their birthday just so that, like, for, like, a half hour they can go, surprise! Like, wait, so for 15 hours of the day, this person has basically felt like shit. In a, because of what you did, like <laughs> in the real world, Matt, what are your feelings on surprise parties from either side of the coin? Like either preparing them for your friend or having them, you know, sprung on you. <clears throat> I don't know about surprise parties, but like a surprise, like dinner, you know, something like that would be okay. But the thing is, though, I had to preface by like don't don't make it seem like you've forgotten their birthday for the entire day. And then you go like, yeah, so like you can at least say example, happy birthday to somebody without yeah. revealing the fact that they have a surprise party coming up. Right. So like for me, it'd be like, you know, like you, you just, you know, you might, you know, give them like a, a present or just, you know, or just acknowledge their birthday or whatever. And maybe, you know, talk to them, but then like, be like, Oh, Hey, you know, do you want to hang out a little bit later or whatever? And then, you know, it turns out that you like, you know, you end up going to a restaurant or something like that for like a birthday. I mean, thing. 
the, like the thing with it is, no matter what, it, you end up having to lie to your friend. Yeah, to some um, extent. Yeah, because yeah. like, 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 imagine you know, like, a, like, say you're 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 planning a surprise party for me, and then I say to you, "Hey, Matt, you want to come over and hang out?" But the surprise party's over at somebody else's house. Right. And you're like, "No, I can't hang out tonight." Exactly. Or, or yeah, let's let's go hang out over here, and it's like. Yeah. Oh wait, we we never we hardly ever go to that person's house. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. We'll just go up there. Let's 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 randomly hang out at Dave and Buster's. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no. Exactly. <laughs> or like you know, check not Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, be honest, I never liked that place as a kid. Chuck E. Cheese. No, uh, it's creepy. Um, I, I had Major Magics, which was a, a chain kind of around here. I liked but, Major uh, Magics. There was also um, when I was a real little kid. There was a place called called the Razzmatazz. Oh, cool! And <laughs> I like, I swear nobody else remembers this place but me. And um, <laughs> it was basically like a like a Chuck E. Cheese, like you know, from Wish. But um, it was like. <laughs> It was just so cool. cheap, and it, it was even cheaper than Major Magic's. So yeah, oh god, it was it was pretty uh, pretty lame. But I liked it. <laughs> we used to go to it when I was a kid. Um, but I, I did love Major Magic's and going in there and playing the uh, yeah yeah their Soldier Boy breadsticks were great. Great. Yeah, um, I, I liked going in there and playing uh, the game uh, Turtles, the Ninja Turtles game. That was fun. Oh um, yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah yeah. <clears throat> Which I really kind of want to get the arcade one up uh, version of that just to have it. Yeah, I know, but I can't afford it right now. Anyway, so okay. the um, I oh, mean, yeah, I, the I, show, the show, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. That I'm avo- that I'm avoiding talking about. Um, yes, the show. Um, <clears throat> so it's his birthday. Everyone forgets, or they claim they forget. Yeah. Right. And then this bird dude, what's his name? I forgot his name. Scuttle. Bird. Scuttle. He's like hard of hearing, and he, and he also takes everything literally, kind of thing. Yeah. He, he you know, Sebastian says it's his birthday, and Scuttle thinks he said it's bird day. So they made a, a day just for birds. So he thinks like it's his special day. Okay, whatever. And um, stupid character, in my opinion. But um, like totally useless for the plot, didn't need him at all. But um, and then like the uh, there's a lot of songs. In this episode, yeah, like, they, they like sing like incessantly. <laughs> they they like sing more than anything. <laughs> like the episode's twenty four. Oh, by the way, too, that's the other thing. The theme song was so long; it went on for like two minutes. Like, and they played it twice at the beginning and at the end. Right. So technically, the show itself is only about nineteen minutes long. Yeah. And then there's five songs within that nineteen minutes. Including a random dragon. <laughs> There's a dragon in this show. Yep. Who, like, raps or something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, God. I did see um, that, right, Matt? <laughs> yes, I did. See, like, you talked about, like, an acid trip. This is, this is all kind of like, um, <clears throat> like, if I, um, if I, you know, smoke too much pot, you know, which, you know, I haven't yeah. done in a long time. But, like, where it's just, like, you know, like, you know that reality exists, so it's not like you're full-blown hallucinating, but it's just, like, what are those feelings? Like, this is really weird. <laughs> like, 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 I woke up from a weird dream, and I watched this, 
and I wanted to go back to my dream because it felt more like reality. Right. Yeah, like uh, a fever dream. There you go. Yes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's like a fever dream. Like like when you get really like I've had those where you just get really sick, and you just start having these really weird dream slash like hallucination slash dreams kind of hybrid thing going on. You're sort of like half asleep, but you can start like hearing the voices from your dream a little yeah. bit, very very faintly. Yeah, yeah. What are That's those what things? it's like watching um, the show. Uh, do you want to take, yeah, a, want exactly. to take a break really quick here, Matt, and then we'll come back and talk about yeah. the rest of the uh, episode somehow? Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. What is Gen X? What is the silent generation? What do generations have in common? Hi, I'm Trish the Dish from the Gen X Voice Podcast, and I invite you to listen to conversations I have with folks from different generations, backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences in an attempt to see what connects rather than divides us. Even though Gen X has been called slackers, Karens, or not mentioned at all in some cases, we are the bridge generation, so I feel compelled to do my part to destroy ageism by bringing all these voices together. And, as a bonus, each guest gets to answer some 80s questions at the end of each show. So download and listen to Gen X Voice today on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's see how much we have in common after all. Hi, this is Catherine, host of a new fashion podcast, The Real Fashion School Dropout. Join me as I interview guest every week in the fashion and beauty space and we gossip on all things fashion and beauty and even get into some personal stories of their journey in the industry you can find us on apple spotify pretty much wherever you get your podcast hope to see you there So when I was uh, thinking about uh, going on tour, Matt, in my, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my, my bottomless ace skating tour, <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I needed to change my name, and so okay. I was I, I, I was going by John Coolsack. <laughs> nice. You think I should keep that? I I, I think that's a great name actually. Mm-hmm. Now I, I was thinking, you know, maybe combining the Disney on Ice with this. And pulling back these, you know, these these puppets from the show, and bringing them on the ice with me. I think that's a, a splendid idea, actually. Okay, so 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 it's going to be like me and Scuttle. I would go ahead. <laughs> the worst character of the episode, okay? Yes. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm 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 thinking that it's a tie between Scuttle and Scales and. Maybe the rest of the <laughs> cast too, um, but <laughs> right. Oh, rest in peace, Samuel E. Wright, a Sebastian, the only, the, the the only like Bastion. He's the Bastion of hope in the episode playing Sebastian. Yeah, the only Bastion of hope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Sebastian you know of hope. Great Sebastian of hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's so messed up about that too is like we were just. I I was just like. I, I was like, I didn't know what to pick, so I'm like, you know what? I've seen this thing floating around, you know, on, on like the pilot, you know, channel on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm like, this looks 
bad. Let's just, how about we just do this? <laughs> and then, you know, then we find out that he dies, like, two days later. I'm like, Jesus yeah, it's Christ. pretty sad. But It is sad. <laughs> oh, well. It happens, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So, yep. in this episode, there was incessant singing, and, um... <laughs> Really badly written songs, too. No offense yeah. to anybody that wrote them. I mean, I know you were doing the best that you could for a show that was geared towards, like, your uh, Disney Junior audience or whatever the fuck this was. And, um... Hey. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, if I had to choose between watching this and, like, just watching, like, the Wiggles and Teletubbies, like, on a loop in my brain... Right. I think I'd go with the, the Wiggles and Teletubbies. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Yo so Gabba Gabba. Bad, huh? Maybe some Yo Gabba Gabba in there, too. And, um, yeah. Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> yeah. Which is the most fun show to say. It is. Yo Gabba Gabba, man. Yep. So, um... Gabba do, Gabba do. What's it? We end up having... You know, um, a song sung by Scuttle. And then we have a song sung by, because, uh, like, Sebastian is joined by a chorus of oysters and a song about his own birthday. <laughs> then he's followed by another song by Ariel and Flounder, which convinces the crab that they are too busy to play with him on his birthday. Yeah. And then on his way to visit scales the dragon which was created just for this fucking show um <laughs> flotsam and jetsam try to convince uh sebastian that his friends have forgotten his special day and that they no longer care about him right yeah so Sick. okay then um he goes to see scales And then the dragon goes into yet another musical number <laughs> to try to mask the noise of Sebastian's birthday balloons popping. <laughs> and then Sebastian, who's heading home with a headache, which I don't fucking blame him for. Because I would have had a fucking headache if I had to listen to all my fucking friends sing songs. And then for some reason I decided to sing a song with some, like, you know, some some people that come out of nowhere singing in the background. You know, like, I don't know. Uh, what, you, you wouldn't just want your friends just to sing random songs all day long? Uh, you know. That would be like the worst fucking birthday ever. No offense like to any of my friends. Have- because many, ma- many, many of my friends have beautiful voices, including you, Matt. But no, I, mean, I don't want you singing on my birthday. I mean, like, you know what? You don't want me to just show up, like, dressed as a dragon at, like, you know, like, right as you start to go to sleep and just start popping balloons and start talking about my love for noise. Which is such a weird thing. Like, like I'm actually kind of scared for that guy. Like, like who... Who just like declares their love for noise? Like, like, oh man, like, what do you got going on, dude? Like, are, are you like, you know, are you trying to like? I mean, you know, he he all of a sudden is like in an in in like a a performance of stomp or bring in the noise, bring in the funk or something, and he's like, you know, 
playing weird noises and strange instruments and stuff, and I'm just like, fuck you, dude. And, um... <laughs> I know. And then Sebastian, you know, has a headache. Um... <laughs> I mean, I'd have a headache after all this. Um, And then I still can't get over the fact, though, that, okay, so again, it's like the whole, like, you know, make, make, you know, your friend think you forgot about, you know, their birthday, which, again, is just terrible in in itself. But, like, the song that Ariel and them sang literally said, they're too busy to spend time with him. Like, like, just really twist a knife some more. (laughs) Like, you know, I mean, come on. Yep. It's like, you suck, dude. We forgot your birthday, and now we're just going to do other shit because you suck, and we don't care, and your birthday sucks. I'm just going to I'm gonna write a song. That's what I'm going to do on your birthday, Matt. Okay. I'm going to write a song, and it's going to be called You Suck, and I Have No Time For You. And um, <laughs> then, then, of, then, of course, it's going to be a huge surprise party after I've like, yes. been crying the entire day. <laughs> We we all show up. We all show up at our friend's place that we were planning the surprise party for, and he killed himself because we fucking made him <laughs> so depressed all day. God, like, surprise! Uh, Wait, surprise! Sebastian's dead. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah, that got really dark. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Anyways, so um, <laughs> what the fuck happened? Oh yeah, the, the guy who was like controlling the boat he okay so out. yeah so basically what ends up happening here is uh um S- sebastian meets those eels once again who reinforce the message that friends are unnecessary <laughs> then uh grimsy grimsby and max the sheepdog dock at the pier with the th- three-layer birthday cake while they meet up with the confused Scuttle. <laughs> so the Seagull and Grimsy sing another song. God fucking songs. Anyways, um... <laughs> as they head towards the party. It was a song about the fucking cake and shit. Anyways, um, so... <laughs> Yeah, the team has a song about the cake. Why not also make a song about the ingredients of the cake while we're at it, you know? Can't you just talk to each other? Like, does everybody fucking sing in this world? Like, okay, anyways. Um, it's why, like, when I was a kid, I never liked musicals, because I never understood the randomness of people just breaking into song. I mean, oh, I, 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 I respect it, musicals and love musicals now, but when I was a kid, I just never understood that concept. Um, it's very jarring. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like... <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't mind, like... Like like operettas and stuff where it's just like completely sung the whole time, mm-hmm. like something like uh, like Rent is pretty much sung the whole time, you know Hamilton is pretty yeah. much sung the whole time. I like those type of things, but when you have the thing where it's like, it's like, hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm so happy that I met you. You know stuff like that. That just makes no <laughs> fucking sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you talking you know to her one do? second and then all of a sudden fucking singing? Like, what the fuck? You know what we should do? We should we should take Little Mermaid's Island and turn it into a musical now. Yeah, I think Disney might have a problem with that. Yeah. I mean, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, do they even want to be associated with the fact that this even is made? But um, that's why they probably have a problem with it. <clears throat> yeah, because we'd have to change yeah, all okay. the characters, and yeah. But anyways, you know it's really messed up. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I mean, go, no, go ahead. Is that <clears throat> because the, the show is still? Because mind you, I watched this last night before I went to bed. That was probably not the best thing to do right before going to bed. No, but um. And, but like I know, what was distracting me was the fact that I thought that the actress who played Ariel was really cute, and um, that was like the only good thing about it for me, basically. Well, at least you weren't a, you know like attracted to Scuttle or something. Oh right, but it ruined. But she ruined it for me by singing that terrible song about not having time for her best friend. Uh, so it's like, well, that ruined it for me. Um, but then again, you know, she, she doesn't mm-hmm. exist for eye candy, so I guess it's, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so so. Anyways, after uh, Grimsy sings his fucking song about birthday cakes, um, <laughs> Ariel has broken Sebastian's present while attempting to wrap it. Of course. So, you know what that means, Matt? No, I don't. What does it mean? She's got to sing a song about it. Of course. she got to sing a song about breaking the fucking... What, what was it she broke? Uh, like a, tea, the per- like a teacup or some bullshit? Some bullshit teacup. <clears throat> like he gives about tea. Really, that's the other thing. How are you drinking shit underwater? And eating cake underwater. Uh, well, anytime, well then again, not, every time I eat cake, I go underwater, man. Well, then again, it's Little Mermaid's Island, so I guess they have a nice little island that they can yeah. all meet together on. Whatever. But again, how are you making a cake, a three, especially a three-layer cake, on a fucking boat? Uh, where'd you get the ingredients? Where'd you get the sugar? Where'd you get the frosting? You know, these are questions that I need answered, because that's more important to me than whatever the fuck Scuttle's doing. Well... So, so, so you wanted like a song with the backstory of how he made the cake? Not a song, <laughs> just explaining it. No, not a song. Definitely not another song. I don't need to be like, I went to the market and bought a pound of sugar and then some sweet frost. No, <laughs> gunfire. No. Um, okay. Uh, well, maybe you so just went to a baker and bought the cake. I suppose, but where, but where are they? Where do they go to land? Where, where, where? I mean, I, I'm where sure it's near. They? I'm sure it's near some country of some sort. I guess, but any, anyway. So okay. So what? What happened? I mean, what, like, what, how did this thing end? Okay, so after she sings her number about friend about their friendship and ponders another gift to give to the crab, um. <sighs> They convince Sebastian to come to Scale's cave, and then a reprise of Sebastian's birthday song is sung. God damn it. And Ariel presents the crab with his present, a framed poem written by the mermaid. Not only is there songs in this thing, there's also poetry. <clears throat> so, so translation, she broke... An actual present that she gave was gonna give to him, and then it's like, oh shit! I'll just go write a poem for him right now off the fly, and then I'll just frame it. It's like, you know what? Maybe you really didn't have time for your friend. Maybe that song wasn't a ruse. Maybe you just didn't have time. You're like, oh, I just write some shit down and frame it. There you go, Sebastian. Happy birthday. Um, 
you know, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> the show was meant for like preschoolers. <laughs> the show should have been called Sebastian, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been a better just like just like two two minute long theme music and just a bench and go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry, that just really got to me. <laughs> so, so, so as the show ends, Sebastian blows his candles out on his cake. <laughs> <laughs> and and he blew them so hard that they're covered scuttle with frosting and everything was funny and then we get to hear the fucking theme song again. Yeah. <laughs> and so again, Sebastian, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that, that's the sequel to... Like, we should just do a... a make our own musical that's just called Sebastian, go fuck yourself. And it's just all of his friends just ignoring him for no reason. <laughs> and he never has the surprise party. Yeah, there's no surprise party. Because <laughs> that's what he thinks is going to happen. He's like, you know what? Maybe it's like the reverse of this. Like, maybe they're all just pretending. Like, no. That's, a, that's another, like, TV trope where there's, like, a birthday. And oh, people yeah. people forgot yeah. about the guy's birthday. So the guy thinks, oh, you guys are planning a surprise party for me, aren't you? And yeah, then, exactly. So then they're kind of forced to have a fucking surprise party last minute. And it's like, it's exactly. like yeah, we're going we're gonna to invite all your friends. And they don't know any of their friends. and. Um, you end up having like random people from work there and shit. Um, so you want to take another quick, quick break here, Matt, and then we can read some reviews of this. Sure. Okay. We'll be right back, folks. It's the ninja from the Ask the Angry Ninja Show saying, come listen to the show. We got the ninja wife to give you movie reviews. We got the conscript to give you the ninja news. And we got the battle to talk about your sports. And as always, it is the Ask the Angry Ninja Show. So ask me a question. We'll give you the ninja knowledge you need for your ninja life. Search for us anywhere you get your podcast from. Just search for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show and enjoy the show. So then, on the ice mat, I decided, okay, we're going to have Sebastian there with Scuttle, and it's going to be called Sebastian Go Fuck Yourself on Ice. <laughs> I don't know anything beyond that, though, but I, I have talked to my people and Disney's people, <laughs> and has not been approved yet. Okay. But hopefully it will be, because I'm thinking that, you know, since Disney bought Fox and stuff, that maybe they can be a little bit more risque. And they'll be okay with me skating bottomless and doing a show called Go Fuck Your... Uh, Sebastian, Go Fuck Yourself. <laughs> Do you think Disney would go for that? <clears throat> no, I, I, I really doubt it. But, um, but who knows? I mean, they went for this. So that's true, but they actually they didn't go for this. They passed on. Well, it. yeah, true. They did. So yeah, <laughs> well, they they did it, but they allowed it to at least um, you know get made potentially. Yeah, yeah. So um, we only have like three reviews on um, IMDb. I will read one of them. <laughs> okay. Um. I have a 5 out of 10, a 4 out of 10, and a 6 out of 10. Which would you like me to read, Matt? I'm surprised it, they're even that high, really. Yeah. Uh, just go with the, the lowest one. Uh. Okay. 
the four out of ten. <clears throat> this was written by Martin Haffer um, on June sixth of twenty twenty, so just last year. So I'm assuming that was shortly after the pandemic started. Yeah. And Mr. Martin Haffer here was so bored that he found this on YouTube and started watching it. <laughs> but I can't really say anything because we watched it as well. So um, <clears throat> his headline is typical of many early 90s kids shows, but it never ended up airing as a series. I enjoy pursuing YouTube from time to time to see what sorts of oddities I can find. One search term I used a few times is failed television pilots. And that is how I found Little Mermaid's Island, a failed show that was a collaboration between Jim Henson and Disney. It was among the last projects that Henson worked on before his untimely death. When I began watching, I realized that I am not the best reviewer for this one. After all, the show is clearly targeted towards young viewers, perhaps up to the ages of six or seven. So keep this in mind. I am a middle-aged guy, not some kid. So was it any good? It was okay, not bad. The puppets were sometimes pretty good, sometimes flat and expressionless, even when they talked. But they, but the content seemed very similar to a lot of kids shows I watched with my daughters when they were younger. Not a terrible show, but I could see why Henson wasn't happy with it. His puppets were really capable of more. <laughs> the end. And that's a four out of ten. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, um... So reportedly, both Disney and Jim Henson were very unhappy with the final results of this. <laughs> and um, and when I when they say Disney, I'm assuming they mean the company and not actual Walt Disney. I doubt he came back from the grave just to oh, no. just to express his you know discontentment with "Go fuck yourself" <clears throat> with Sebastian. Go fuck <laughs> right. yourself. Yes, maybe he got up from yeah, the grave and. Go, uh, got it from the grave and just said, Sebastian, go fuck yourself. And then went back to, yeah. you know. Then, you know, they took his head off and put it back on. Then they put it back into the cryogenic, you know. He's not cryogenically um, frozen. Oh, he's not? Okay. That's That's been a rumor from day one, but he's actually buried oh, wow. in a grave. Okay. So. <laughs> wow. Yep. I don't know why that ever became a, a rumor, but yeah. Mr. Disney, Mr. Disney is not would... frozen. <laughs> Probably, <ooh. laughs> but frozen is disney yeah <laughs> yeah walt disney disney is, not frozen. disney is not frozen but frozen is disney yeah <laughs> if we learn anything today that's what we're learning and um <laughs> so matt <laughs> would yeah. you recommend anybody watch this no i don't um no, it's just bad. It really is. Um, like, there's no redeeming qualities at all. No. Uh, like, you know, some of the stuff we watch, like Mr. Ed, you know, 2004, you know, there's enough in there to at least sort of entertain you a little bit. But, man, like, like not only 
the song, there's too many songs, okay, but there was these parts where there would just be too much space in between people's lines. You just hear nothing but water going on for like five seconds. And I don't know if that's like a little kid thing. I know that maybe a lot of these shows are they're, they're meant for like kids who are still like mentally developing. So maybe it's meant to like give them time to process, you know, what was said or whatever. But as an adult, really no adult should even be watched this piece of shit anyway. But like, so it's just like someone talks and there's like, four seconds of water i mean oh it's like oh, oh okay like what so that, that's why it reminds me again of like being too too stoned because like you know like when you're too stoned sometimes you know time can go really slow and it's just like oh did we just say something like you know that's what it felt like like i'm not stoned i haven't been in like a really long time so like it's uh, like <laughs> it's like the, the main thing too with this is, is the fact that the message of the show if you're letting kids watch this is to lie to your friends. Yeah. Yep. And basically just say, Sebastian, go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. That's the message. <clears throat> that is. I mean, that's literally the message. Yep. Yep. Ah, yep. 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 Anyways. <laughs> so, um, anything else, Matt, before we uh, wrap things up here? Nah. <laughs> yeah. I um I hated this thing. Yeah. There has not been much that we've watched for this podcast that I've hated more than this. Yep. I I would rather watch Tooth Fairy 2 again. Oh god. Or even make Tooth Fairy 2 really even make Tooth Fairy 3. Yes. And just watch that. Yeah, John Coolsack does not approve of this no. episode. John 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 Coolsack says, "Sebastian, go fuck yourself." <laughs> and Disney is not Frozen, but Frozen is Disney. Yep. You know, follow us on Patreon. <laughs> Buy some of our merch at T Public. We should make a t-shirt called Sebastian, go fuck yourself. We will. I'm going to put that <laughs> in the store, hopefully by the time this episode airs. Awesome. Um, I will make that this week. Um, yes. And, um, yeah, share the show with people. Give us a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform. Um, yeah. Be kind, people. Don't lie to your fucking friends. Yeah. Surprise parties are stupid. Just tell them that you're going to have them over for dinner or something. Yeah, you know, I'm just on. saying, you know, I, I've had surprise parties thrown for me in the past. They weren't horrible, but I still felt kind of, I don't, I mean, I don't know. My thing is, is you don't want to do that to somebody. You never know if they have a heart condition. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You could end up killing your friend. <clears throat> Which, that would not be good. Yes. Um, and remember, Sebastian. <laughs> yep. Go fuck Go yourself. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Thank you.
。